1: What's up? Welcome to Kind of Funny Games Daily for Wednesday, December seventh, twenty twenty-two. I'm one of your hosts, Blessing Adioye Jr., and joining me is the Lacroix Poppy himself, aka my fellow Forbes thirty under thirty, aka Tim Ma Buggin Gettys. Let Tim host. A pleasure to be here with
0: you today, December seventh. How? How? How. A couple
1: days after Jay-Z's birthday.
0: Exactly. Exactly. I hope you, to those who celebrate, I hope you had a good December 4th, aka Jay-Z's birthday. Can I
1: tell you, because I feel like you're the only person that will appreciate this. Mm -hmm. Uh, DJ Jazzy Jeff, Mm -hmm. who you might know. Of course. As uh, Will Smith's DJ. Yeah, Yeah, that's. (laughs) The character and also real person from Uh uh, The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. He put out on Jay-Z's birthday a mix, a remix of, oh, what's what's the... can I get an encore? Do you um, want encore. more? Yeah, an encore. Yeah, he put out his own remix of it. Like his, you know, it was probably an already made instrumental, but he like made his own mix. Let me tell you, I was listening to that the whole day oh, on Jay Z's birthday I to celebrate. It, that. it was it. fantastic. Good. I'll I'm proud of you, you
0: for celebrating. Very proud. Dude, yeah, you it's guys also celebrate. Game Awards Eve now. But it is. We are in the eve of the Keelys. Anything can happen. Leaks? No leaks.
1: All Keely did will put be out a tweet. Tomorrow. Because he, he has a thing, right, where he wakes up the day before his, his events, and he's like, oh, man, what's leaked today? yeah And he said that nothing major is leaked.
0: Hey, that's good. That yeah. also implies there's something major that could have leaked.
1: Ooh. Ooh. Let me tell you, uh Harada, of course, developer of Tekken, put out a tweet this morning that I appreciated. It was him doing the save the date thing, trying to get people hyped de- for eight? Uh, Tekken 8 appearing at the Game Awards. bear I have it pulled up. If you're able to uh, find out at the top of the, right, the Are document. you looking for
3: the 8? D- the Tekken 8.
1: The Tekken 8 video that Hirata tweeted. Well, yeah, this is the, that's the Jeff Keighley uh, tweet that, uh, tech, uh, that Barrett had pulled up just then. Him talking about, like, yeah, dude, I wake up trepidatious, <laughs> scared of things that are leaking. And, yeah, like, it seems like everything's held together so far. We'll see, though.
0: We, we need, can, yes, please. Can you pull this up with sound? Yeah, we, well, watch we, need, together? we need this with
1: sound. Because <laughs> Harada is a cool dude, man. He's a cool dude.
3: No, no way. Fighting games not allowed to look this good. So
1: there's people reacting to the original debut of Tekken 8 at the, the PlayStation Chris State of, of Play. What the oh. fuck?
3: Look at their fucking faces! Shout
1: out Maximilian,
0: dude.
1: R.I.P. Benny. R.I.P. Oh, that looks so good. No way. So it's wild that we're reacting to people reacting.
0: I love people that he's do doing this though.
1: Good for him.
4: Oh, Yo, yeah, here it comes!
1: <laughs> what a goof And it's Hirata with a Santa Claus Santa Claus hat on, some sunglasses. <laughs> him sitting in front of the fire.
0: <sighs> you gotta love the character,
1: you know? I mean, look at this dude. <laughs> and then he reveals a shirt that save says the save the date. Save the Let's fucking go, dude. Don't ask me for shit. I'm so excited it. for what this is. We talked about it, of course, during our uh, Game Awards predictions, Gamescast, that you can check out right now on YouTube.com, so it's kind of funny games. What are they going to show for Tekken 8? And you're bringing the hype. You're like, like uh, yo, it's going to be playable in a closed beta form, possibly by before the end of the year. That's my prediction. To which I was like, you're crazy. But they are teasing some hype here. I mean, yeah, that's the thing. Like, the, don't ask me for shit.
0: Producing that whole video could have just been for fun. Or they got to show something. And I feel like our release date's probably too soon. Like, <laughs> announcing characters i don't think is going to equate this level of hype and again not that this is like the craziest thing ever but like th- there was
1: effort put into that you like know? whatever they're about to show off is something that they're excited yes for, exactly which means hopefully it's something that we're excited for when we actually get it i mean looking at that again i am
0: excited for Tekken eight like i'm really excited i'm a street fighter guy when it comes to to fighting games mm. not really that into fighting games in general but like I would definitely say I am best at Street Fighter. I can hold my own in Street Fighter. I have my head wrapped around the controls and like, the systems and combos and all that. Mortal Kombat, couldn't, never could understand. It. I haven't done a fatality in my entire life. Not You're lying. a single time.
2: No
1: way.
0: Not a single time.
1: They've added the easy ones and the latest ones. You just hold R2 and press square. Okay, well, I've done that. I've done okay. that. I, I, haven't, I haven't actually done one. I haven't earned one myself with
0: these thumbs, these fingers. All right. You've also
1: just gotten easier in general. Like in the olden days, you had to type in 18 different buttons to, to pull That's what off. I'm talking about. Like, now it's just like down, up, right, square, and you're pulling off a of fatality if you want to.
0: And then Tekken is another one where i I, I fell off, fell off many, many iterations ago. But seeing this, mm-hmm. that the those waves crashing during the fight, I'm like, this is too epic. Oh my god. Like yeah. and I feel like if that's like what they're showing, like they want the game to to kind of have that vibe. I imagine, to stand out even from Street Fighter 6, which I think is going the, the safe route for consistency and for what they're trying to build with the game. I'm extremely excited for fighting games in general. I oh, think. yeah. Like we're in a new
1: era. There's not, there's not been a better time to be a fighting game fan, is what I'll say. So get hyped, everybody. Get hyped. For now. Let's stop talking about Tekken. Let's talk about all the big news stories happening today. Stories that include Nintendo getting Call of Duty for 10 years. We've played Diablo 4 and more because this is Kind of Funny Games Daily. Each and every weekday at 10 a.m. live right here on YouTube.com slash Kind of Funny Games. And Twitch.tv slash Kind of Funny Games. We run you through the nerdy news you need to know about. If you're watching live, you can correct us when we get stuff wrong by going to kindoffunny.com slash you're wrong. If you don't want to watch live, you can watch later on youtube.com slash games, or you can listen later on podcast services around the globe by searching for kind of funny Games daily. Remember, you can use Epic Creator Code kindofunny of on all epic store and epic in-game purchases like Rocket League and Fortnite to help support the channel. To be a part of the show, head to kindoffunny.com KFGD to write in with your questions, squad ups, and more and remember patreon.com slash kind of funny will get you the show ad free plus a bevy of bonus content housekeeping for you our game awards announcements predictions episode of kind of funny games is up on youtube.com slash kind of funny games and on podcast services around the globe come for our predictions stay for andy being put into the shirt that is true all of our content tomorrow is going to be later, just a heads up. Uh, games Daily will be live at 1 p.m. Pacific time. We'll be streaming games and fun afterwards at 2 p.m. Pacific time. And then we'll roll right into our Game Awards live reactions at 4.30 p.m. Pacific time. That's going to be who, Um,
0: That's going to be me. That is going to be Mike. That is going to be Andy. And it's going to be Barrett running the whole thing. It's going to be a damn good
1: time. We're oh, getting yeah. pizza and There's we're getting so it's going many to be pizzas. There's going to be pizzas. Uh, A pizza from every pizza place in San Francisco is what I've heard. That's that's the idea. It's wild, you know. That's wild. Yeah. You wait till I leave to do that. That's that's Mm -hmm. crazy. Uh, Thank you to our Patreon producers: Delaney Twining, One Up Pest Control, Gwyneth, Brian Chaney, Alex Greedle, Jason L, Mick at the Nanobiologist Abramson, Derek Greg, Donald Eccles, and Jason L. Today we're brought to you by Shady Rays Pocket or Rocket Money and Factor, but we'll tell you about that later. For now, let's begin with what is and forever will be the roper report <laughs> it's time for some news we have five stories today a baker's
3: dozen.
1: starting with our number one it came in the form of a tweet last night yeah weird timing, our favorite a our favorite f- a 9 p.m xbox bombshell of a tweet from, from phil spencer on twitter story also number phil. one Microsoft reaches a 10-year deal with Nintendo for Call of Duty. This is Tom Warren at The Verge. Microsoft says it has reached a 10-year agreement with Nintendo to make Call of Duty available on Nintendo consoles if the Activision Blizzard acquisition closes. The deal is similar in length to what Microsoft has offered Sony, and the Xbox Maker is also committed to uh, to continue to offer new versions of Call of Duty on Steam at the same time they launch on Xbox. The deal is clearly designed to put pressure on Sony to accept a similar offer just days after Microsoft president Brad Smith said, quote, Sony has emerged as the loudest objector, end quote, to Microsoft's proposed $68.7 billion acquisition uh, and that, quote, it's as ex- as excited about this deal as Blockbuster was about the rise of Netflix and quote. <laughs> Microsoft confirmed earlier this week that it had offered Sony a 10-year contract to make each new Call of Duty release available on PlayStation the same day as it launches on Xbox. It's a concession that has been hinted at in recent weeks as regulators increase their scrutiny of Microsoft's plan to acquire Activision Blizzard. quote any day Sony wants to sit down and talk, we'll be happy to hammer out a 10-year deal for PlayStation as well, said Smith on Twitter shortly after the Nintendo deal announcement. Microsoft Gaming CEO Phil Spencer announced the Nintendo and Valve commitments late on Tuesday night, just ahead of a closed-door meeting at the Federal Trade Commission on Wednesday. Uh, Mar- uh, Microsoft President Brad Smith and other company executives are expected to meet with FTC Chair Lena Kahn and other commissioners today, according to a Bloomberg report. Tim. React.
0: I mean, it's wild. And then Also, I sent this to the Games Daily Slack, but Brad Smith uh, responded to this story as well. Quote tweeting Phil's uh, tweet and saying, our acquisition will bring Call of Duty to more gamers and more platforms than ever before. That's good competition. Good for competition and good for consumers. Thank you, Nintendo. At Nintendo. Any day at Sony wants to sit down and talk, we'll be happy to have out a 10-year deal for PlayStation as well. That is coming from the vice chair and president at Microsoft.
1: Goddamn. Things getting messy God, on know. the timelines, bless. So like, messy. Listen,
0: we've been covering this forever, right? And I, I keep saying I'm so over it. And it's just going to get more and more ridiculous. This is the type of stuff, though, where it's like, yo, we're seeing the actual deals happen before our eyes. Now it's out there. It's with Nintendo. We could have never predicted this is the outcome of how this would have went. That they would have involved Nintendo to fight. Oh, yeah. Like, this really feels like some Game of Thrones shit of just like, like, oh, my God, the river people are here. Like, they've shown up and no
1: one expected (laughs) them. I love Nintendo's the river people. I love this because, yeah, it is like some wild house of cards shit, right? Being like, all right. We want you know we we don't want regulators to stop us from getting Call of Duty, right? We want to we wanna acquire Activision. PlayStation are our natural enemies uh-huh. are wanting to stop that from happening because <laughs> they want control of Activision Blizzard as well, right? Not even control, they want access to Call of Duty as well, right? And they're scared of what might happen if we are the sole owners of, of Activision Blizzard. All right, let's bring in Nintendo. Mm-hmm. Let's miss let's make the argument. The big argument right now about it is competition. The big argument is monopolization. Cool. Let's find the other big console manufacturer (laughs) and give them a deal right give them access to call of duty a platform that hasn't seen call of duty since call of duty ghosts tim yeah that was 2013 yeah on the wii u Uh the last time that nintendo had a call of duty we're gonna give them a deal to to, to give them call of Duty for the next 10 years that way we can go to regulators and go hey you know we know that playstation has been fighting about a monopoly we know that you know we've been trying to get this give them this deal and they've been rejecting it all right cool hey now it's on nintendo now it's on steam day and date as the t- same time is coming to xbox you can't argue we have a monopoly on this thing at least on, on the call of duty franchise and to do it strategically like you know we mentioned it happening last night random time weird uh weird time to announce something like this is the fact that today they are sitting down with the ftc right to hammer shit out and this is going to be a big talking point for them right hey play again playstation keeps talking about monopoly Boom, it's coming to Nintendo. Boom, it's coming to Steam. Boom, it's going to be on multiple platforms at launch. What is PlayStation's deal? Yeah, man. And like the, again, this is... I'm getting really ahead of myself
0: here. And there's, there's very, very slim likelihood this happens anytime soon. Mm-hmm. But this is putting the pieces in place for opening deals, opening potential partnerships, and a new way of thinking that could end up with Xbox Game Pass on PlayStation <laughs>
1: That's, too, that's been my argument for legitimately the last year. And it is, like, it is getting ahead of ourselves, mm-hmm. right? Because I think that is the last thing PlayStation wants to happen. But I think that is the main thing that Xbox wants to happen, right? Yeah. And I think having, having Call of Duty and being able to go, hey, you can get it on Game Pass on playstation on nintendo right like i think for them that is somewhat the end goal whether or not they're able to make it there i think that's another question but speaking of questions i want to bring in a question from ignacio rojas who writes in the kind of slash kfgd just like you can and says how's it going blim merry game awards eve to, to you too so microsoft just came out and announced that they've entered a 10-year agreement with nintendo to bring call of duty games to the big ends console uh two questions come to mind mind though One, Call of Duty is known for constantly pushing the tech they run on with each new entry they release, taking into account that the Switch is basically powered by two potatoes duct taped together, as demonstrated by the latest Pokemon games. In what form do you see these games coming out? Will they be drastically graphically downgraded? Will they just straight up run poorly? Will Nintendo get get exclusive versions made specifically for the console, like we saw during the Wii era? Will they just be cloud games? And then two, is Microsoft putting the cart before the horse here? Just last week, a story came out stating that it's very likely regulators will shut down the merger, and if that happens, then the agreement with Nintendo would, would just be void. Is Microsoft being too rash, acting as if they already own Activision, or did they just put this out there, uh, only to make a better case, for them to, uh, better case for regulators to make the deal come through? Anyways, as always, keep being awesome. Tim, what do you feel? How, let's start with the second half of that, right? Like, Is Microsoft putting the cart before the, the horse here, announcing this 10-year deal with Nintendo? Um,
0: I mean, yes and no, right? Again, this goes back to what we've been saying. These news stories, these headlines are ridiculous because it is people just throwing things out there, building a case. So that's what's happening here. They're building the case. So is it too early? Yes, in order for it to make sense because they don't actually own the stuff yet. So how are you making deals with Nintendo about stuff that you don't actually have yet? But they're saying this as a, well, when we do, this is what we're going to do. And that really does do a good job of building their case to then turn this into an FTC discussion right that yes. is about to happen like this is it's all happening and like we can all look at it and say it's silly but right now it's looking like xbox is going to get its way at the end of the day
1: 1000 percent, right and you know ignacio on your question you mentioned if the if the regulators shut down the merger then the agreement with nintendo would just be void yeah, that's the whole point. Like that does that Microsoft in that scenario doesn't really lose anything. Like there's nothing Microsoft loses by announcing this, yeah. right? It is all, hey, if this does go through, we then make this deal. And the point of this the point of announcing this deal is less for us as an audience and is more more so for the FTC and yeah. for Nintendo and for making the argument of why they should allow this deal to come through. Yeah. Right? I think that's the time. That's why you're getting the timing of this.
0: Brad Smith, or, or I think that's his name, coming mm-hmm. through though and talking like, be like calling out Sony. <laughs> like, it's, I, I feel like he's gonna get a talking to today from somebody. Be like, bro, like Phil has this under control, man. Like, just be cool, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Uh, but what is interesting here about the Nintendo side of it, right? And like the the potatoes and all of that. Like, like now, still, look, you're not wrong, but. There are some interesting, important details to bring up. Mm-hmm. Call of Duty Mobile. 1000%. Right? Call of Duty Mobile here, like any stats you're looking at, like we're talking about millions upon millions of dollars, millions upon millions of downloads every single month. So they're going to be fine. They can make a Call of Duty experience that runs on anything at this point. And they've done that. They've proven it. They've proven that there is. There were
3: Call of Duties
0: on Wii. Yeah, but I'm talking about monetizable Call of Duty. Mm, yeah. I'm talking about like, we, like the
1: Wii Call of Duty I don't think did that well. Yeah,
0: like I don't see this as like them saying, oh, there's going to be a, like th- th- we're going to take the exact same Call of Duty, put it on Switch and call it a day. I no. think it's like, no, we're going to make games designed to be turned into money. <laughs>
1: <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I think it'll be. I'm. I'm. I'm trying to find Phil spencer's tweet again to like, uh, um, really look at the details of it, right? Because uh, it, right here at Xbox P3, which is Phil Spencer on Twitter, Microsoft has entered into a ten-year commitment to bring Call of Duty to Nintendo following the merger of Microsoft and Activision Blizzard. Uh, Microsoft is committed to helping me. Blah blah blah. Uh, I'm also going to continue to bring. Yeah. So like, there is very little detail on what that means. Yeah. Right. Microsoft has entered into a ten-year commitment to bring Call of Duty to Nintendo. That doesn't say yearly, that doesn't say Warzone, that doesn't not say Warzone, right? Like, Call of Duty comes in so many iterations now that I could see them finding space for Wiggle Room in terms of how that happens. I could see it being a thing of, hey, it's not day and date, right? Because mm-hmm. with, with uh, uh, Phil Spencer does go on to then call out the day and date thing with Steam, right? Yeah. Hey, Steam will be releasing simultaneously with Xbox. They don't really say that about Nintendo. I think they're li- leaving space for them to figure out what that Nintendo deal comes in the form of. I think it could come in the form of cloud gaming, which for us might sound yeah, whack, for most right, people though. might sound whack, but it does get the job done. It does check this it list. Checks, <laughs> it checks <laughs> this <laughs> list. And also, like, if you do do it in the cloud gaming way, Dude. that's uh, That's less work. And also, that that uh, completes the purpose of, hey, yeah, we are multi-platform. Hey, yeah, we don't have a mo- monopoly on that. I'm sure that doesn't get them as much money on the Nintendo side, but maybe that's not the point. If they do want to go all in, right? I think you do go the Call of Duty Mobile route and go, all right. Let's make a Nintendo specific version of this game I that mean, is going to appeal to the audience.
0: Let me let me just say it. Mm-hmm. My bet would be what the Switch gets from this: two things. One for sure. One is a we'll see if they make it work. But for sure, it's just Call of Duty Mobile.
1: You oh, I think this is straight up port of it's Call, just Duty Call of mobile.
0: Duty Mobile? And then Warzone being the other thing. Here's figuring out a way to get Warzone to play. Whether that's cloud, whether that's whatever, I don't know.
1: Here's what I'll throw out there, Tim, right? Uh, going back to Ignacio's uh, question, uh, the Switch is basically powered by two potatoes duct taped together, which I feel like is harsh. I mean, yeah, like the games on the Switch don't, aren't it. impressive they anymore. Also,
3: <laughs> they use the Pokemon as an example, and I feel like we all kind of uh, know collectively, like that's not on the Switch.
1: Yeah, like the Pokemon has way more problems than the Switch hardware. Um, Super Kiwi 64 runs fantastic. And that's what I'm saying. Look at Super Kiwi 64 and look, look how at good it. that Show look us, Tim. I'm trying to load it. Hold on. Doesn't you know what, you know what that doesn't have me. low times? The PS5 and <laughs> Xbox Series X, all right? Like, Look at him. Look how good that game runs. Look he's, at that. He's just a little, little guy. Man. Just a little kiwi kiwining it up. And that only has a few more polygons going on than Pokemon Scarlet <laughs> and Violet. Uh, Tim. Yeah. If this deal goes through, we're talking about, what, a couple years before they even start development on a new Call of Duty for Switch is a Call of Duty even going to come to switch or is it going to start coming to Nintendo's next console, whatever that is. I mean, if I want to know what's coming to Mama
0: I don't know, man. Like, I, I feel like, again, this is a lot of words. It's a lot of setting a stage for a conversation that, that is, is happening outside of our view. And in order for that conversation to happen, we got to see a bunch of just word salad. We just got to see a bunch of shit that may or may not happen and mm-hmm. how it'll shake out. We won't know. Like, they can't make decisions. There is no reality for us until certain things are, are chosen. So it's like, we I feel like even predicting what might happen, it's like, there's so much of this than that's that we need to know first before we understand what this actually looks like. Because seriously, if things go a certain way, there might be a forced hand of Game Pass being uh, forced to be allowed to be in more places. You know, like think back to the, the Apple Epic situation from a couple of years ago, right? At any moment, that could have just hit, and there would have been entirely different rules for where different apps and how different games had to be able to be bought and um, subscribed to and all of that. If the FTC decides, here's the new set of rules, and there's loopholes that these companies can use, the last couple months of these tweets and back and forth is proof that they'll take them. Not that we ever thought that they wouldn't, but like, oh, they will.
1: 1000%. Can't wait to see how this shakes out. I hope we get a new. I hope we get a new Nintendo console sometime soon. I do that's too, where, man. And I'm you at. know, it, it's and really... I, I feel like we're about to hit that point, right? Because the Switch is five years old. Yeah. About right. Oh, next year's twenty twenty three. Coming up on six, six years yeah. old, just about right. And if we're talking about a, a console generation lifespan. Well, we're like, what, two years away from a new
0: console? Well, especially if you start looking at Nintendo with the the, the handheld side of things, right? Like the, the doubling up of now handheld consoles, just one with Switch. Like when you include, there was the Wii, there's the DS, there's the uh, Wii U, there's the 3DS. You know what I mean? Like there was a lot of, of iteration mm-hmm. there. <sighs> I don't know, man. I know this is a conversation that we have many times. It's been a while. I feel like we should have a follow-up. We gotta have a about follow-up about up like, for that. What's up with the next Switch? 100%. Where, where's, where's Tears of the Kingdom
1: fall on that line? I don't know, man. But I want one now. I want one now, too, Tim. you know what I can give you now? What? A Diablo 4 preview roundup. A story number two. Uh, As I do this preview roundup, I'm going to call to the stage Joey Noel and Snow White Mike. Because they have been playing Diablo 4. And they're going to talk about Diablo 4. But before they get here, let me tell you about what Ryan McCaffrey at IGN has to say about it. Uh, This morning, uh, Ryan McCaffrey put up a preview uh, called uh, We Played Act 1 and Hit Level 25. It reads like this. It's rare for a game to come along that I can't stop thinking about, even when I'm not playing it. There are plenty of great games out there, don't get me wrong, but a precious few keep running in my head even after I've walked away from my PC. As you've probably guessed by now, I can't stop thinking about Diablo 4. One of the first things that struck me in the first couple of hours of Diablo 4 was just how much story there is. Relative to to previous games in the series, you'll spend a lot of time watching cutscenes of both the cinematic and in-game variety. Uh, Ultimately, Diablo 4 feels like a massively plussed up version of Diablo 2, which is the best case scenario for it in my book. Not that it ignores Diablo 3, there are clear notes taken from the best of that game too. But tonally and artistically, it leans more heavily into the Diablo 2 playbook regardless this is going to be a huge game by any definition. The initial campaign projects out to about 50 hours based on my time with Act 1 plus the end game stuff Blizzard has specifically focused on uh, that we haven't even seen yet. The opportunity to play as different classes and roll different builds with within the same class and the development team's promise to keep feeding community new content for years to come. Heaven help any game that ships anywhere near Diablo 4, because I know I'll be too absorbed in my adventures in sanctuary to care, any, to care about anything else. And then Alessandro Barbosa at GameSpot uh, put up his preview titled Re- Redefining Hell. If this brief slice is meant to serve as a teaser for the foundations of that ambition, then Diablo 4 seems on the right track. It's so far delivering on its promise of giving players far more agency than before and how they both play and build their favorite characters, while also providing more ways to, ta- to tackle content and choose the activities that interest them first. That might not sound overtly original, but within the context of the series over the last decade, it's drastic and, so far, welcome departure that I'm both curious and excited to explore more of when Diablo 4 releases. Ladies and gentlemen, I turn the mic over to Snowback Mike and Joey Well.
2: Hello. Uh, we've been playing Diablo for about the last week. Y'all, this is a game. (laughs) Mike and I are so sad to not have access to it anymore, Uh, but it is, y'all are in for a treat. Uh, Mike, what class were you running this whole time? Tell us about all of that.
4: Joey, Diablo is back, and I am (laughs) jazzed up about it. I had such a great experience. Uh, I rolled all weekend long as the sorceress. Uh, We had three playable options, you and I. We had the barbarian. The sorcerer or sorceress, yeah. and then you were... I went rogue. The rogue, yes. So we didn't get to see the necromancer and or the druid, which no. are the character I want to be is the druid, but I will tell you, it brought me right back to when I was playing Diablo 2, and that was the only thing that mattered Yeah. in life was Diablo.
2: Yeah, I what they were telling us about in the preview before we started is that it's like a lot more of like the darker tones of Diablo 2, which yeah. I definitely think that we saw um, match with like a lot of the gameplay of three which is real fun. The character creator for this is like really extensive. <laughs> Mike, I tried, I started playing before Mike and then we were partying up to do some stuff together. And you spent a good amount of time in the Lost. character creator. <laughs> Joey, this
4: character creator is all of that and more. I'm I'm really impressed what they did with this one, right? Like yeah. in Diablo 3, we saw hints of it. You can choose male or female, right? Yeah. Now the idea of creating your own character and... You know what? You're going to see your character a lot because we're going to talk about cutscenes and there's in game cutscenes where your character is going to be live on that screen and you're going to see a lot of it. I will say, my only downfall, my little critique, mm-hmm. we still have not figured out how to do facial hair or hair like quite perfectly. Yeah. On my female build. Yeah. My female build looked much better. But when I put mm-hmm. the facial hair on the dude, it was like, mm, that didn't look good. And I quickly switched off of yeah.
2: it. Yeah. Um, speaking about expansive, can we talk about the skill trees for our characters? Go we, man. It's crazy how big these are. Like each branch of the tree is like five sub options, and then options beyond that. And there's probably like what six or seven branches that we saw. It's like, yeah. tr- it's truly crazy that you can play this game in a million different ways. Uh, I tried doing some builds myself. That wasn't working really well. I was dying a lot. Then I did some ones that they like kind of uh, suggested and. Ooh, flying through people, a little blade barrage, some arrows. Um, I really liked the Rogue because it's a combination of melee and ranged attacks. Um, so that was really nice because that's my preferred. Sometimes I want to run and gun it, and sometimes I want to, like, stay back.
4: Yeah, that's what... Gone are the days where you toil over skill points all night long, and then you have the instant buyer's regret. Gone yeah. is that. Now you can respec... At any time for a short gold. You can uh, respect feet, individual right? points Small,
2: or feet. your entire thing. And which I and it's love, just gold. Yeah. yeah,
4: and so it's really cool to be able to have that power, right? To be able to play the way you want to play. Where you put it into the different skills that you want and quickly can retract them. You can add them back. You can do whatever you want. Yeah. And each skill is so interesting. So now you can choose a skill. And then on top of that, they have three abilities to that skill that will add on to it, right? Yeah. It kind of goes into a Y formation where you go into one that adds on like a 20% power bonus, whatever you want to call it. And then it gives you two options on which path you want to go, right? Yeah. One might add, ignite, ignite. To it, one might add more punishing, like poisonous power, we'll yeah, call or it. Yeah, like a freeze. Very interesting to see the depth that they went to on the skill tree and how much options you have to play. So I think a lot of players are going to love the skill tree. They're going to love the option to respec and yeah. be able to really play with their build because I like that a lot.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Um- the map, also massive.
4: Massive. <laughs> we, too big, Joey. Too we big. We didn't
2: even... I don't even think I hit all the borders on, like, even just the section that we were allowed for preview. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the, But you could see the bigger map, even though a lot of it was, like, grayed out. And it's huge. Like, this... And the traversal for it is going to be a lot. There's obviously, like, waypoints and stuff to make it uh, easier to travel around, but... This is going to be like a time sink, which I am so excited for.
4: The map is really impressive. It gives me like vibes of World of Warcraft, right? You can tell that they're going for this open world theme and everything is connected. You can travel anywhere you want amongst the map is what they told us, right? It's really impressive the size of this map, the depth of the map that we're going to talk about from strongholds to dungeons, to side quests, to random encounters, to public events where you'll see other players like... There is a lot going on inside of this map that's going to keep you busy and playing, and you brought up traversal. One thing that I was really impressed with, I think a lot of Diablo players will understand when you go to that next area, right? It's usually just like a small passage between a fence. Maybe Mm -hmm. it's a bridge. This one's really cool. It's not like it's changing up the formula, but it's fun of like, oh, it's a little break in just that basic, I'm walking through this bridged area, right? Now you're climbing across a rope like Nathan Drake, where you're getting over a crevasse, or maybe you're climbing up a mountainside to get to the next area. I thought those were the small quality of life touches where you're like, hey, nice attention to detail right there. I like that.
2: Yeah. It just breaks it up a little bit so you don't feel like you're like in an endless runner across this giant space. Uh, So I really appreciated that too.
4: Yeah, I love that. I want to talk really quick about, you talked about the world and theme, and this is something big for me, right? As a diehard Diablo 2 player, Diablo three didn't resonate with me as much, right? I loved the gameplay, but I didn't like that tone. And to hear them say, Hey, we really want to get back to the roots of this darker, more mature theme. Something you don't want to play next to your kids. Right. I'm like, oh, okay, yeah. you're speaking to me. And we won't talk about the story. Cause that's what they asked us not to talk about. But I will say the cutscenes and the stories within the game are all impressive. I mean, first off, Nobody does it like Blizzard when it comes to these cut scenes, right? They look the incredible. The cutscene scene at the beginning is so good. You don't want to skip it. And then within it, the story is so freaking good. It was engaging. It was one where I know sometimes players in this kind of world love to skip, 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 right? That's me. He's talking I about me. I was on the <laughs> edge of my seat the whole time going, I want more of the lore. I and want honestly, more it, of Sanctuary. it's sometimes
3: Mike, you know? Sometimes yeah. Mike is <laughs> just doing it. Skip, so skip, skip.
4: I was so impressed with that. And then... It's very interesting, right? We get the very good CGI cutscenes that Blizzard is known yeah, for. And terrible. then you get in-game cutscenes that have different camera angles that's showing off your character that's building the world. It was really impressive to see, oh, man, y'all went above and beyond with this. And as they should, right? It's been 10 years since Diablo 3. And Diablo is Diablo's about to be back in a big way with that one. So there's so much cool stuff to talk about. And I loved all of our moments in yeah. it. I, I can't stop thinking about Diablo.
2: I would also like to give a giant shout out to the fact that they had cross play yep. enabled for this preview because it's wild. Because you were playing on Xbox, I was playing on PlayStation. The mm-hmm. fact that we could party up, super easy system, I think really impressive for a preview because that's rare as yeah. to what I've played.
4: It, it looked great. It ran great. Of course, it's tough. tough to be like, oh, I can't wait to see it all because we had watermarks all over it because it was a super alpha. But uh, I think once. The players getting in their hands. They're going to be really impressed with where Diablo is going. I think the new era of Diablo is about to be set here with Diablo 4. Yeah. And, like, moving forward, I think Diablo is going to be back in a big way. Like I said, 10 years since Diablo 3. I think when we look at this, it's going to be like, oh, yeah. Everybody's talking about it. Everybody's sinking a lot of time into this. Yeah. And Diablo is going to be a mainstay here. So this is something, this is high on my most anticipated list. Of oh, yeah. games whenever this is gonna be set and
2: dated. I think this is easily my most anticipated for next year. And like it's a little bit torturous having played the preview and getting that taste of everything. Yeah. Now being like, shoot, who knows how long we have like when this is coming out. Mm-hmm. It's gonna could be a while before we get our hands back on it. Oh,
4: another one, uh movement wise, right? So a cool one is is they've now added in kind of a dodge jump out of the way. It's great move, right? <laughs> this is new to Diablo, some of the sorcerer, of course, you might know teleport, but like Now, every character right off the bat, you can assign the button to wherever you want. But normally, I'll just call it B on my controller, right? B is dash out of the way, which is what I like. When you look at these MMOs and where we're going or where we were once, right? Now you see the AOE or you see like where the damage is going to be inflicted upon. And I like now on Diablo, you can see the attack coming at you, dodge out of the way, save yourself. I think that was really, really cool too. And I think players are going to like that, especially in 2022. You want to see the evolution of it all yeah and player movement is going to be key on this one which is going to be great
2: yeah and then as you level up to that will automatically scale to where you have more than one usage of it before it has to recharge and stuff like that which i liked as i started as i played more i got to like level 23 so i think i had like i had like a good amount of my skills that were leveled up so i ended up with like a double and a slow yeah. cooldown
4: uh, of course Baird is showing b-roll for everybody listening out there if you're not watching it looks like diablo but man it looks So much better. It looks like the next generation of Diablo like you want has all your classic characters that just make you smile, right? You got the goat men coming (laughs) at you and you're like, gosh, darn it. Those goat men are never going to leave me alone in the Diablo world, right? You got all of your favorite characters and like, it is really impressive. And I think sanctuary and the story is going to really hit with a lot of players. So, Man, I I could go on for hours about this, so we, we won't take up too much. Oh, it's real good, y'all. You know, any final <laughs> thoughts? Anything that you got for him?
2: I had a great time. I can't wait to play. I'm so excited that it's coming day and date to console. Or I think yeah, they've confirmed that, day and date uh-huh. console. That's a big TV, deal. Because this has never happened before for console, so I'm excited Correct. to jump in. Day one, let's go.
4: And it feels great on console. Yeah. Like, this is something they tested with Diablo 3 when it came to console. It feels great. It plays great on a controller. I know a lot of people are diehard mouse and keyboard fans when it comes yeah. to this franchise, but... When it comes day and day to this, this will be making a big splash for everyone. Uh, that has been our preview. Check out everybody else's preview. I'll talk more on the Kind of Funny X cast and share more thoughts on this because Diablo is coming, and you better get ready. It's that good, y'all. Woo!
1: Hell yeah. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, they told you about Diablo 4. Let me tell you about patreon.com slash kindoffunnygames where we can go and get the show ad-free. And speaking of ads, let us tell you about our sponsors. Shout out to Shady
0: Rays for sponsoring this episode. Look how cool I look. You too can look this cool without breaking the bank this holiday season. Shady Rays is an independent sunglasses company that gives you the features of $200 shades for a fraction of the price and a fraction of that price during their holiday sales. Shady Rays are premium polarized shades featuring world-class optical clarity, substantial durability, and styles catered to everyone and every lifestyle. If you lose or break your shades on day one, they told us that they will send you a brand new pair, no questions asked dropped in the lake, off a cliff, anything. They'll replace them. The lost and broken coverage transfers to anyone you gift them to. They'll get great polarized shades and protection no matter what happens to them in the future. They stand by their products and told our team that if anyone has a problem, they throw profit out the window and do what it takes to get it right. Exclusively for our listeners, Shady Rays is running their deepest deal of the season. Use code KINDAFUNNY for 50% off two or more pairs at ShadyRays.com. Buy one, get one free. You can get two pairs for as low as $54 at ShadyRays.com. Using the code KindOfFunny, where you can find all their newest and best shades. Shout out to Factor for sponsoring this episode. We all got to eat, and sometimes having to prep that food is the one thing really getting in the way of your day. With the bustling holiday season well underway, ready to eat meal delivery can lend a helping hand. Factor shops, preps, cooks, and delivers to your door so you can enjoy chef crafted, dietitian approved meals during the holidays minus the hassle. Plus, with 34 meals per week, including Gourmet Plus, Keto, Calorie Smart, Vegan Plus, Veggie, and 36 Plus weekly add ons, you'll have plenty of nutritious, flavorful options to choose from. Factors cheaper than dining out and takeout, plus the money you save towards holiday fun and U-time, and thanks to Factors' commitment to ingredients with integrity, you can enjoy flavorful, chef-crafted meals, guilt-free, like their creamy Parmesan chicken and three-bean vegan chili. A ton of us here at Kinda Funny have been so thankful for Factor since we've been here in the new studio, and you can too. Head to go.factor75.com slash funny 60 and use code Funny 60 to get 60% off your first box. That's code Funny 60 at go.factor75.com slash kindoffunny60 to get 60% off your first box. Shout out to Rocket Money for sponsoring this episode. We all love gobbling up content and we have an understanding of what subscriptions we use or do we. Do you know how much your subscriptions really cost? Most Americans think they spend around $80 a month on subscriptions when the actual total is closer to 200 plus. That's right. You could be wasting hundreds of dollars each and every month on subscriptions you don't even know about. There's this app we love using that takes care of that for us and it is called Rocket Money, formerly known as True Bill. The app shows all of your subscriptions in one place and then cancels for you whatever you don't still want. Rocket Money can even find subscriptions you didn't know you were paying for. You may even find out you've been double charged for a subscription. You can get rid of useless subscriptions with Rocket Money now. Go to rocketmoney.com slash kinda funny. Seriously, it could save you hundreds per year. That's rocketmoney.com/slash kinda funny. Cancel your unnecessary subscriptions right now at rocketmoney.com slash kinda funny.
1: And we're back with story number three. Speaking of Diablo, Diablo 4's release date has seemingly appeared online. This is Jordan Midler at Video Games Chronicle. Diablo 4's release date has seemingly appeared online. This is according to a Twitter user. Oh, I never know how to pronounce this one. Aguramenti, Lumia. I think I nailed that. Who has a proven track record nailed of it. <laughs>
0: Thank you. I am very impressed.
1: Uh, who has a proven track record of scraping the Xbox and Windows Store back uh, back end to in order to uncover confidential internal data. According to the user, the game is set for release on June 5th at 11 p.m., though Lumia points out that in some time zones this would mean a June 6th release. The game, which is which will allegedly be 80 gigabytes in size on Xbox, will release in a standard digital deluxe and ultimate edition. A new trailer and a release date announcement are expected at Thursdays the Game Awards. Diablo's social media channels are currently running a quote, Lilith is coming uh social media campaign teasing an, an upcoming announcement, which is expected later this week. Let them come. Let them come. <laughs> <laughs> um, did one of us predict this? Was this a Greg one? Greg
0: trying to get some of them easy points. I don't
3: I don't think any of us I don't know about anybody it. talked about Diablo. I can look at time codes really quick. Yeah, I don't think anybody brought up Diablo.
0: But, uh, all right, cool. So, cool. Diablo 4, we just talked about it. Mike and Joey playing it. Seems like they love it. Uh, release date potentially leaked. We expect we will get a release date confirmed. Game Awards yeah. tomorrow. June 6th, though.
1: That I mean, seems further out yeah, than I would
0: have little. I'm interested in that. Again, though, we have to look at 2023. Like, the last couple years, there's always been, like, that one day. Remember, it was, like... March
3: 20th, and we're getting Doom and Animal Crossing. We're like, February 18th, I think it was. October 24th, 18th, whatever. it was Mario Odyssey, Assassin's Creed, Origins, Wolfenstein? and Wolfenstein
0: Yeah, yeah. And then yeah. there was that other year where there was like the February was stacked, and then a lot of things were moving
1: around. I, have I already started working on Blessing Superfund game release calendar for 2023? Bless, hit me with yes, it. Yes, I have. Hit me with it. Let's go. The, Let's start in January. I've been Let's I've been trying right. to hold off until after the Game Awards to actually finalize it. But right now, in January, you're getting Monster Hunter Rise January 20th, Forspoken January 24th, and then Death Space Remake January 27th. So that one week in January is pretty active. Uh, February, you're getting a lot of uh, hard hitters, right? Hogwarts Legacy is coming out February 10th. Uh, a week later, Wild Hearts is coming out February 17th. Atomic Heart a few days later is coming out February 21st. Also on February twenty first, like a dragon, Asian, which is uh, another Yakuza game, Yakuza spin off. Uh, the day <clears throat> day after that, Tim, PlayStation VR two. Oh shit! Oh, Along wow. with Horizon Call of the Mountain, you missed. Uh, there's a Fire Emblem. Oh, Fire, fire Emblem Engage, Engage is also yeah. That's what, in what, what game I, I was that's, coming out on the seventeenth? That's 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 January. It's January. Okay. Yeah. What, uh, what game was February seventeenth? Wild Hearts. That's the um. Monster Hunter like game mm-hmm. coming out mm-hmm. of that is being published by EA, right in time for my sister's by Oh, oh yeah. you're gonna get a Wild Hearts to play. Yep. What a what a gift right there. What a gift. <laughs> and then, uh, like the week after that, uh, Horizon Call of the Mountain, you're getting Destiny Two Lightfall. Yeah. And so that's February currently. On March or in March, we're getting Wolong Fallen Dynasty, March third, which is like the week after <laughs> Destiny Two Lightfall. And then uh, a couple weeks later, March fifteenth, Star Wars Should I Survivor? That's oh not God. official yet, but that'll probably be yeah. official tomorrow. Uh then Storyteller, March twenty third, and Resident Evil Four Remake, uh, March twenty fourth. And then in April, Dead Island two, April twenty eighth. Then in May, Legend of Zelda, Tears of the Kingdom, May twelfth. And I have a bunch of games here that don't have Do you dates, even call it Dead Space? Yeah, Dead Space is January. Yeah, yeah. dude. They're,
3: oh my! They're, Wait, that's... did Tears of the Wait? You said Zelda was in May.
1: Yeah, May twelfth. You forget that I had to release it? I did. I, did. <laughs> <laughs> I thought
3: that was still just like just next year, you know.
0: Yeah, no, we got that. We got it down.
3: What blew me away? That happened. Was that a couple months ago? That, that was at was with the last the title
0: rate. reveal, right?
3: Yes. Okay. Yeah. Okay.
0: Yeah. Which, for some reason, I'm with with everybody. Why does it feel like that game? we were so anticipating that the information that we got it, that we all just collectively forgot were like, about it. forgot about it. <laughs>
1: like, like Pine man in chat says, forgot think, Witcher, uh, Witcher comes out in like a week, bro. Yeah. That's 2023. A, a, yeah. We're talking about
3: 2023, not 2022. That's what also past. blew me away
1: though, is that I would have sworn that both Starfield and Red Final Fall. Fantasy 16 had mm-hmm. dates. I thought Final Fantasy 16 was like April.
0: Yeah. It's not officially yet, but we can imagine that it's going to be in that area. Starfield, doesn't have a date yet but we know
1: it's going to be within I think it's early first half It's going to be within well, to be yeah the first June. half
3: because they said like everything at that showcase was going to be within the next 12 months and they they confirmed Starfield with that. So yeah. that
0: includes Redfall? Redfall and Forza, yeah. right? Or yeah. Forza mm-hmm. doesn't sound right though. Forza doesn't Forza sound. Forza is right. usually Ford a Redfall title. Sounds. But was Forza not at that that showcase then? I don't remember. Cuz they said everything. No, they was though. We saw a pretty extended Bit of forts. I mean, when they say mm-hmm.
1: everything, what do they mean by everything?
0: I mean, these motherfuckers uh,
3: th- the thousand times said everything. Yeah. They even said it for Hollow Knight, which was crazy. Uh, Silk Song. Someone said the reason that we forgot uh, all the Zelda uh, details is because it happened on the, the day that the queen died. And I can guarantee you that's, <laughs> right, not, that's not why funny. we forgot. <laughs> that's not funny. <laughs> why is
0: it funny, though?
3: I mean, it's kind of funny, you know? Um, um, the the
0: chat's saying Forts of Spring. Wow, oh, That's crazy. First uh, half yeah, of 2023. Is about to be wild, and then what's the second half look like? Plus tomorrow, we're about to find out a little bit about what the second half looks like.
1: I mean, literally. I mean, I have the 2022 no dates so far, and that includes things like Alan Wake Two, that includes things like Gunbrella, that includes things like Liza P and I Am Jesus Christ, the full game. Full game. It's a wild wild year, 2023. Yeah. AEW fight forever. Yeah. SpongeBob. Oh, I need to add SpongeBob SquarePants, the cosmic shake. Yeah, that's. And Street Fighter Six. I didn't even mention that one, right? Like. 2023 is about to be hype yeah might be a good time i forgot what new story we're on oh we're talking about diablo 4 and yeah diablo 4 june i I, at least that colors in the parts of the year that don't necessarily have release dates yet right that's what i like is the fact that that's not coming out february or march yeah uh and so hopefully in june i'm gonna have actual space and time to maybe give diablo 4 a shot because uh joey mike sold me everything they said i was like damn that sounds like a real good game yeah mike
0: Mike was into this like yesterday he like stopped me from what i'm new he's like tim I think Diablo 4 might be my game of the year next year.
3: Wow. Whoa. Wow. Oh, that's crazy. Yeah. I mean, honestly, when they were talking about it, Blessed 2, and it, like when I was watching that gameplay and stuff, I was like, I could see myself like uh squatting up with uh with all y'all.
1: Yeah. And having fun. What got me was Ryan McCaffrey's uh, uh preview as well, because he was talking about how, yeah, like this game is gonna absorb me. Like he's he's he, like the the word the adjectives that Ryan McCaffrey was using to describe Diablo 4 had me like, fuck, this might be a mm-hmm. must play. And I'm not I'm not usually a Diablo person, and so this would be my first Diablo game. And honestly, for me, that's exciting. Deck Boys. Deck Boys for life. For now. Let's talk about story number four. Mario 8 Deluxe is getting a free update. This, is, this comes from Nintendo on Twitter, where they tweeted out, A new custom items feature is now available for all Mario Kart 8 Deluxe owners via a free update use it to choose which items appear in offline versus races and certain online modes with custom items in mario kart 8 deluxe you can even allocate specific items to each team in team races and battles question is which team gets the spiny shell download the free update and try it out today i believe today is also when the the new mario kart dlc wave uh, is yeah, out baby. as well it is. this downloading right now. is awesome and I wish Nintendo was, like, quicker and more consistent about updates. Because this is a fantastic update.
0: It is. This is the type of stuff that should have been their day one. Yep. Should have been their day two. Maybe the first week. Maybe the first year. Second year. Third year. Fourth year. <laughs> yeah, that's at? the thing.
1: Is like, how long wow. has Mario Kart
0: been yeah, out? It's, and I they're mean, just it's adding this feature. Um, it, You know, I wonder if we'll ever get the story of Mario Kart this generation. And, like, why they went this course. Like, it's... Hey. Yeah, hey. It's interesting that they decided we're gonna do the DLC for this. They announced it so many years later. Like this must be a record for like DLC coming the furthest from, after from release. The yeah, release. especially when you take into consideration that Mario Kart Eight was a semi-port of or Deluxe was a semi-port of Mario Kart Eight on the oh, Wii U. Yeah. So it's like, damn, we're all, we're talking about a super super old game getting like a bunch of new content, uh, and then even updates like this that are that kind of like little small tweaks that will go a long way but this i think would have went a much further way yeah. when everyone was playing <laughs> i feel like it
1: just comes out it comes down to the success of mario Kart 8 deluxe and the fact that the game keeps selling and you know why cut that off when you can maybe go the easier route and go let's support it and give more people reason to give us more money for that same game but then also maybe you know give people reason to to buy the game if for some reason they are, they don't they don't already have it for new content or whatever like you know, I'm holding off for whatever the next Nintendo piece of hardware is to maybe launch with a Mario Kart might be the better choice at this point. We're so far along with the Switch. Are you going to put out another Mario Kart now to then cut off Mario Kart 8 sales and then have that game get cut off when two years from now we get a new hardware? I mean, I've said it a million times, but I
0: like I will never be able to rationalize in my mind the idea that Nintendo doesn't want to put out a new $60 title mm. <laughs> that they could sell to 100-plus million users which would be a guaranteed sell of, if they put out a Mario, a new Mario Kart on the Switch next year, how much do you think it would sell?
1: That's a good question. That's a good question. I feel like Very the min- so I
0: feel fa- like fast. minimum, I feel like it would sell $30 million.
2: Mm. Which is, Which would is put that in yeah. the top
0: three <laughs> or something like that of the Switch sales. But like, that's money, baby. <laughs>
1: I want to bring in a question from Nano, who writes in to com slash KFG, just like you can, and says, Hey, y'all. Mario Kart got updated with customizable items. I want to know, what is your dream map slash items combo for uh, now for some maximum fuck you? Uh, for some <laughs> maximum maximum fuck you. I see what he's doing there. Uh, Bullet Bill only on Baby Park. Blue Shells only in Coconut Mall or Baby Park. <laughs> Green Shells and Bananas only in Baby Park. Thanks, Nano Biologist.
0: I mean, honestly, I do love that the baby park is the final destination of of Mario Kart, but at the same time, it's absolutely not like it It
3: really isn't, man. Like
0: like Mario Baby Kart on paper. Or you're like, okay, yeah, it's just the simplest thing possible. It's like, no, it is utter chaos, especially yeah, when you yeah. introduce these items. Like, oh, I love no, it, though.
3: Absolutely no skill is involved with a uh, baby park whatsoever. It's luck.
0: Like, it's hopes and dreams. You know, yeah. you got to get that perfect that point, drift.
3: When, when you're doing that with, like, customized, like, items and stuff like that, you're just having a fun time. You're, you're not looking to fun compete time. and stuff like that. Like, that's a, that's a fun time right there. I
0: love that. I love it. I do have a question. Is Nanosecond Gaming
1: nanobiologist Yes. Yes. Okay.
3: Okay.
0: He yeah. went
1: through a rebrand. He
0: did a rebrand. But yeah. I, I swear, uh, nano. I, I. Maybe it's, when, it's like when me. Snoop
1: Dogg changed his name to Snoop Lion.
0: But I feel like nanobiologist and nanosecond gaming have different personalities.
1: They really do. <laughs> they really do. I don't know. I feel like that's like the placebo effect. Of you just seeing a different name <laughs> yep. and just take, taking it in. I don't know what what would be my um no items three stock final destination of Mario Kart. I guess, like maybe, I I like the chaos the, the chaos of um blue shells only. I feel like that's gonna be a thing people do immediately and then quickly get tired of. But yeah. I like the idea of it. Lightning only. Oh, I'm never doing lightning only. <laughs> most annoying thing to happen in that game. Um,
0: no I mean, items, motherfuckers.
1: Yeah, no items. Uh, but you guys also, are boring.
3: But also, I would love just like uh, kind of like uh, the basic like uh, just using green green and red shells. I feel like that. Would be I was gonna
1: fun. say like I uh, the Three red shells only, as an item pickup. Mm-hmm. I kind of mm-hmm. like that. Yeah, because that is the force like offense defense thing of do I keep the shells? Do I mm. use the shells? Yeah, the green shells only. I like green shells only because red is a little too like you get the homing and all
0: that yeah, stuff. Yeah, like, you yeah. you green. You need the that. green
1: ones, man. So many chat says squid only. I need you to ban yourself. Oh God.
0: <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> Nano, I think you nailed the maximum. Fuck you. Course, yeah, it would hundred percent be baby park. With- I
3: mean that's just baby park in gener like, that, like that's baby park normal, you know? Like that's just the biggest. Fucking- can we just also
0: give a fucking shout out to Baby Park on top of the entire uh like it just being what it is, the music, the <laughs> I would
3: say my final destination, at least for Mario Kart eight, would be the um what is it? The Wario Mountain, the the Snow Mountain. Oh, yeah, that's, that's like, a great, that's uh, yeah. a great level. The best
0: level. Yeah. yeah, it just is the best Mario Kart level. And like, there's a couple Rainbow Roads I put up there, but I legit think that the Mario Kart Eight Wario level is the, inspired. The, the,
3: some of some of the ones where you just you don't do like a loop where it's just like one straight race, like those are seriously some of the coolest. Like there's a, oh, uh, it was added with DLC. Um, why am I blanking on it, Tim? The the franchise where they race around and send the future. F-Zero. F-Zero. One of the F-Zero um, Big tracks. Uh, yeah, that one is really, really cool.
1: Uh, somebody in chat, I think it was South in chat, uh, said uh, Super 8 only, which Fuck. is <laughs> hilarious. That's actually a really good, uh, a good yeah. one. Super 8 yeah.
0: only on Baby
3: Park.
1: Oh, God. Oh, God. Let's round out report with story number five sonic's co-creator has reportedly been arrested again this comes from ryan Dinsdale at ign i hit up uh roger this morning to make this picture for me i was like hey <laughs> can, can, if you have the time <laughs> i thought this was just an internet thing. no you had no. this made you had this produced <laughs> as soon as i as soon as i saw this new story i, I like you. dm oh, let me open up my dm with roger i like dm'd him the original photo which is amy rose because this is from sonic frontiers right where sonic's friends are locked up similar to donkey kong 64 barrett you know as a as a way to get you to play sonic frontiers um amy rose is locked up in this thing and so i was like i dm roger i was like can i get you to photoshop ug knock his head onto amy rose here and then i then i (laughs) put in another message for the record this isn't a serious request and then i said but it would be used for the show if you did and then uh like two hours later he messaged back and said oh fuck i just saw this my bad and here we are and here we are here we are uh, Ryan Denzel at IGN writes this: Sonic the Hedgehog's co-creator Yuchi Naka, has reportedly been arrested again for suspected insider trading involving a Final Fantasy game. Uh oh, <laughs> not reported, Dragon Quest anymore. As reported, it was it's <laughs> Dragon Quest and Final Fantasy, like being like two very similar franchises to like one an insider trade on. This goes all the way to the top. As reported by Japanese news outlets, uh, news outlet the Asahi Shimbun. Uh, And translated by Bloomberg reporter Takashi Mochizuki on Twitter, the Tokyo District Public Prosecutor's Office has apparently once again arrested Naka alongside other former Square Enix employees. Naka and his former colleagues allegedly bought shares in Final Fantasy VII, the first soldier developer A-Team Entertainment, Inc., after finding out the studio was working on the game for Square Enix, but before that information went public. Insider trading is the buying and selling of stocks with uh, with confidential or non-public information, usually with the intention to make money, and is illegal in Japan. Naka was previously arrested less than three weeks ago for suspected insider trading involving the Dragon quest tax mobile game.
0: Yep. It
1: adds <sighs> up. There he is. There he is. Arrested. For his crimes.
0: <laughs> for his crimes. <laughs> wow. This is a wild story, man. How,
1: how many more times do you think this is going to happen? I mean, do you think like this is one of those ones? There's where, still Kingdom Hearts. Do you think? Oh my god. Do you think you know? a year and a half from now we're gonna be on our eighth story of Yugi <laughs> has been arrested once again. Yeah, yeah. For insider. I kidding. mean, I, I don't know. Raider.
0: At some point, he might he might just be in. He might be in in the
1: jail. And only one person can get him out. That That's is iconic. Sonic the Hedgehog. Yeah.
0: After all these years.
1: That's crazy. That going like. Going fast, I feel like, has this direct connection with going to jail between Yuji Naka and Ezra Miller. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, if you have super speed as, a, as your thing, uh, be careful out there. <laughs> all right? Follow the damn law, Yuji <laughs> Naka. Bless what, Tim, that, what? Might,
3: that might have been the most unhinged thing you said. <laughs> I what? mean.
1: They go fast. All of a sudden, boom. Sonic boom. Right into right he's right behind bars. He's making some good points. Right behind bars. Oh, even though I don't know if Ezra Miller ever got arrested <laughs> for their crimes, they did. They did, okay,
0: yeah, but then I mean, uh, arrested, such a weird word, you know what I mean? I don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> Let's move on,
1: Tim. I'm curious to see <laughs> what Yuji <UG> Naka's next, <laughs> next crime is, but him committing it is has probably already happened. If I want to know what's coming out to Mama Grop Shops today. Where would I look? The
0: official list of upcoming software across each and every platform is listed by the kind of funny games daily show host each and every weekday. The little, <laughs>
1: yeah. yeah. The image
0: little on the wall with the wide shot is hilarious. Yeah, there we go. God, we this have video wall power. so impressive, man. <laughs>
1: Holy cow! Out today, we got Elden Ring Coliseum update for PC, PS4, PS5, Xbox One, and Xbox Series X. Mario Kart 8 Deluxe Booster Course Pass Wave Three for Switch. Bot Gaiden for everything togs for everything which on the holy night for PS4 and Switch, Zombie Cure Lab early access for PC, Hubris for PC, Ixion for PC, uh, Killing Floors, Killing Floor 2's Polar Distress Winter update delivers Yuletide Fear. <laughs> it's out today. Okay. And a Season of Seraph is available in Destiny 2 with new seasonal activities, weekly missions that culminate to the discovery of a new exotic weapon, a brand new dungeon, some PvP updates and more coming to the action MMO deal of the day for you uh this isn't video game related related but it's important shrek 2 is free for xfinity rewards members Woo! let's go if you're an xfinity rewards member hop on play some shrek 2 or not sorry don't play it. watch some shrek 2 and have a good time all right it'll be the best movie you watch this year is Shrek 2 one of the good ones? I, I, honestly, I yeah. forget if Shrek 2 the, is the, one of the good ones.
3: Two, the first two Shreks are the good Shreks, and then we ignore everything after that.
1: Let me tell you, I can't wait for Puss in Boots, though. The new one. Let me tell you, the, uh, the apparently Shrek apparently 2 like at Logan. the
3: end where uh, the Fairy Godmother is singing, I need a hero. Fucking <laughs> bomb. Bomb music sequence.
1: Have we already done Shrek and Review?
3: No. Mm-hmm. Everybody's no. asking for it. Bless everybody. No. Everybody asking is asking for it. Asking if we do Shrek and Review... I demand. To I'd be, be down on it. to be on I, it.
0: I, I, I'm going to tell you tell you something that's going to break your heart. What's up? We were going to do track and review. It Don't was all lined sin. up. It was perfect, and then they pushed Puss and Boots back, and it ruined the whole schedule. And there was no way to make it happen. Uh,
3: wow. One day. when, and, when, they, and do, yeah. when they do Puss in Boots three, still we'll do Pussing.
1: It. <laughs> <God>. <laughs> uh, now it's time. Let's, let's do some reader mail. We got let's some, read some let's mail. Let's do some reader mail. Uh, of course, you can write in com slash KFGD, where we can get your questions read on the show, just like Mikey Havoc, who wrote in with something to say to Tim. Uh-oh. Mikey Havoc says this. Tim, let me preface this by saying you're one of my favorite Kind of Funny crew members, oh, and I respect fuck. your gaming views greatly. Here we go, uh, no, Andy. Nothing Here we ever go. After that. Let me preface <laughs> this. <laughs> Having said that, your take on the Toe Jam and Earl movie and games was white hot. These games are not remotely Ren and Stimpy-esque. They're whimsical, light-hearted adventures with really awesome stylized 90s flair. The first game in partic- particular was an incredible replayable multiplayer experience. Certainly was my, first lo- was my first Roguelite. Was it a Roguelite? Toe Jam and Earl? Toe Jam and Earl? Uh, you, you didn't hear about this? Oh yeah, they're making a Toe Jam and Earl movie. Uh, and if you haven't played in a while, I highly recommend that you do in order to get hyped uh, for the film. The...
3: Seeing Andy in the background there, and seeing that information be given to him, and him processing it, and him wanting to respond, and then just looking <laughs> defeated.
1: I That's wish what, we caught that Like I wish camera. I was on the show yesterday, because as I was listening, I, the only thing I could help but to think is, like, have we gone too far with the video game movies? Because at first, it was kind of exciting. Dude, Oh, we're getting Last of Us on HBO. Oh, we're getting Detective Pikachu. We're getting uh, War Sonic. Oh, man, we're in the, it's the best time to be a video game movie fan. no, no. no. <laughs> oh, we're, we're getting Twisted Metal. Oh, this let's metal, go. It's the best time to be alive. Toe Jam no. and Earl? This isn't like the MCU
3: where you hear, like, you know, people who aren't even in the superhero movies going, man, who are they putting in these movies nowadays? They're running out of superheroes. No, there's so many IP that hasn't been covered.
1: Why are we immediately jumping and skipping forward to fucking Twisted Metal and Toe Jam and Earl? Uh, I wouldn't put Twisted Metal in the same scene. Oh, no, it's going to suck. Toe Jam and Nobody Earl. Nobody cares about those games, dude. Did you hear about the Seafood movie that they're making? Yeah, John Wick guy. Yeah, that's going to be cool. That's going to be dope as fuck. Yeah, man. He
0: just doesn't get it, dude. He doesn't he get doesn't it. Doesn't, twisted Metal's going to get gonna twisted love soon twisted Metal. enough.
1: <laughs> <laughs> soon <Andy's>, enough, everybody. <laughs> Andy's going to love Twisted Metal. Now, Here's, here's the thing. Mike Havoc isn't done with you yet, Tim. Oh, he's not done right? with me. Okay, keep going. He, he, he goes on to say, will the movie be unmitigated dog shit? Possibly slash probably. But the franchise is a gem. And I thought some of you old 90s kid heads, kid heads, yeah, old, old 90s kid heads is what he writes, would have been more pumped about it. And here's the thing. I, I feel like my words were misunderstood yesterday. Because
0: I, like I was saying, I don't think it's going to be unmitigated dog shit. I think that they're going to know their audience. They're going to make a movie that's going to speak to that audience well. They're going to have fun with the, the subject matter. Mm. And, and that's, it's going to be what it is. What I was saying is the word toe jam alone turned mm. me off. So I never even gave the thing a chance because I didn't like the red and stippy humor. I'm not saying the game had it. I'm just saying that the, the, the word toe jam is so unappealing to me. I feel that. That I was like, not for me. But you telling me that I might like... you You telling me the, the replayable multiplayer experience, first roguelike, that stuff, I'm like, mm, mm, mm Maybe not for me. Maybe not for me. But you know what I'm going to do, Mr. Mikey? I'm going to YouTube Toe Jammer. Earl oh. Play later. And I'm going to look at it, and I'm going to judge it based on that. And that's it, as far as I'm really going to go. It does
3: seem like a game that alternate universe Tim and Cool Greg would have played together growing up. For sure. That is true. That is
0: true. But we're in this universe, everybody. And in this universe... We played Twisted fucking Metal. Woo! All right? Exactly. Coming to Peacock at some point.
1: Some point. I can't wait. Hopefully soon. I can't wait for that thing. Uh, Tucker writes in, thekindoffunny.com slash kfgd, just like, just like you can, it says, Elliot, the Patreon producer, are they the same person as Elliot, the gluten-free gamer? Did Elliot overcome their gluten intolerance? Was the gluten-free branding unfulfilling? Can Elliot eat wheat, or are they still a celiac? A Is that celiac? I don't know, man. I need to know. Do you know, does anybody here know the scoop on I Elliot? Don't. I don't. The Gluten-Free Gamer slash Elliot, the Patreon producer? But
0: I like they they branded it, you know?
1: Turn it into a thing. Ryan T from Tennessee. Elliot, if you're watching, we need you to write in. Write in, um, everybody. A clarification. Not Why everybody, the rebrand? Or is this specifically you?
0: Specifically
1: Celiac. I mean, Elliot. Oh, they misspelled it in their question. Celiac. Elliot, write in. Let us know. Mm-hmm. For now. Yeah, more, one more ride in and it is your squad up. Uh, Oliver writes in with a squad up on PS5 and says, I got a PS5 last month, and I don't have a single friend on my friends list. How am I going to show off all my platinum trophies without friends? My PSN is Olivert, and I hope to link up with some best friends for trophy hunting and Fortnite action. That is, again, Olivert on PSN spelt O-E-L-I-V-E-R-T. Olivert. Now it's time for kindoffunny.com slash you're wrong. Rewrite in. Let us know what we got wrong as we got it wrong so we can correct it for those watching later on youtube.com slash kindoffunnygames and listening later on podcast services around the globe. globe. Somebody said bless, you forgot about The Witcher 3. Once again, once again, I was talking about 2023 Chat games. doesn't
3: listen to the actual words that come out of our mouths, bless. You have to just understand that.
1: Uh, Nano says, I am Jesus Christ has a release window of Q2 2023. Does it have a release date, though? Because I was only reading ones with release dates. 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 Yeah, Nano's riding with all but all these games that have released windows.
4: Oh, let's see.
1: Uh, here's, here, here's something interesting. Oh shit. <laughs> Nano says, Isn't it Julian the gluten isn't, isn't Julian the gluten free gamer? It is Julian the gluten free gamer. Then wow. who the
0: fuck is Elliot? Who is Elliot? Elliot. There is an Elliot in the... Yeah, there was producers. an Elliot,
3: like, um, with a title. Like, Elliot with a... Not just the... Huh.
1: Huh. Huh. I Wasn't we... this a predicament? Elliot, yeah. I still needed to write in to clear things up. Who were you? Who are you? Who are Who you, are you Elliot? <laughs> has has it been you the whole time? And you have gluten. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. Like, yeah. What what are your food <laughs> options when you go to a restaurant? Are you able to have whatever on the menu? Or do you have to sort out bread? Let us know. Uh... I can't I'm very this Right and
3: gas us into thinking that it was that Elliot, Elliot was a gluten free gift. Because like, uh, let me tell
1: you, you got me. I read it and I didn't question it once. Me neither.
3: Yeah. Why though? How did that? How did that get us so good?
1: I don't know. We'll have to take it up with uh, Tucker. Yeah, Tucker. Mm-hmm. Tucker, mm-hmm. time yourself out if you're in chat. <laughs> Tim, today's Wednesday, even though it feels like a Friday. I've been hosting the show as if it's been Friday. Uh, I think that's because just because it feels like my Friday. Because tomorrow I head out to LA. And also, the Game you, Awards.
3: You, you started drinking in the middle of the day yesterday.
1: <laughs> yeah, I did start. <laughs> am, am I having, is this part of my hangover? Am I still drunk? Who knows? Who, can, who knows, uh, everybody? Who knows? Um, the rest of this week's hosts go like this. Tomorrow, on Thursday, you're getting Tim and Mike. And as a reminder, that episode is starting at 1 p.m. live right here at youtube.com slash so kind of funny games and twitch.tv slash so kind of funny games. Uh, and then on Friday, you're getting Tim and Andy as they wrap up everything that you saw at the Game Awards. Andy's actually going to do it as a wrap. Oh, wrap oh. up. Uh, oh, yeah. that's exciting. Mm-hmm. I might have to tune that Everyone live. tweeted
0: him. Tell him to get that ready.
1: Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't know. <laughs> if you're watching this live right now, after this is Hello Neighbor 2 with Mike, Andy, and Nick. Now, is that going to change to yes. firefighting simulator? Yes. Yes. Going to fight some fires. They're going to fight some fires. Form. Maybe you see Hello Neighbor 2. I don't know. Uh, but if you want to cast that stream later, you can subscribe to YouTube.com slash games. Remember, this has been Kind of Funny Games Daily. You should live right here on YouTube.com slash Kind of Funny Games and Twitch.tv slash Kind of Funny Games. We run you through the nerdy news you need
4: to know about. Until next time, game daily. Gotta go fast.